0: Alright, welcome to Moot, the podcast where our point is Moot, and nothing matters. Nothing matters, or tagline, I think it's going to be from now on. I am Jeremy, (laughs) this is Joe. Hello. We are doing an elections podcast, sort of, because why the hell not?
1: And that's why Jeremy believes nothing matters.
0: (laughs) I'm just gonna say fuck Ohio and fuck Texas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's from Ohio. I am so... from
0: Ohio, and you yeah. know what? Fuck these guys. <laughs> 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 we had we had a, a discussion a few years ago in Ohio where we were going to like, you know, some edu- you know, pro education people were like, hey, you know, let's expand STEM, let's let's get programming in schools. And the yeah. end result of that discussion was they add they legally forced teachers to start teaching cursive again. So, <laughs> and like and and, the, and people were were telling me like, "Isn't that so great? You know, kids need kids don't fucking need this. They have computers. The hell, get the hell out of here. This is." I mean, it's, it's just a bunch of, like, ridiculous boomers, like, trying to say, oh, I did this in my generation, and you need to read a doctor's handwriting. Do A pharmacist can barely read a doctor's handwriting, and they do it every day, constantly, <laughs> all day long. There's no reason that we need signatures.
1: I mean, it is nice to be able to write cursive if you're going to, like, learn to do notes quickly, though. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay, like, if you want to be to a, a journalist laptop. or some, or something that writes notes, then it's, like, fantastic.
0: You just get a vocal recorder or, or bring, bring a laptop. You know, just yeah,
1: but, I mean, that's obnoxious, isn't it? You're in an interview with someone or you're, like, you're, you're seeing something, observing something. I don't know what the hell journalist is. But, like, they're doing something and then they just go, like, okay, I'm just going to talk into this thing in the middle of the crowd. It's, like, come on, man, be more inconspicuous.
0: When i are not like spies.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm just. I'm just desperately trying to mount a defense in favor of cursive, but it's really difficult. Nah. Nah. Fuck cursive. I... <laughs> yeah. Fuck cursive. It's that, that was. That was. I, a I actually hard. think it's.
0: I think it's a. It's an elegant, beautiful discipline that just shouldn't be mandatory in school, especially when there are better options to throw your money at. And
1: yeah, I mean, I've heard that they don't teach civics in America anymore. That seems like a stupid idea.
0: No, no civics, no economics no. I mean, you know, programming Still not mandatory, at least in Ohio There are other states no, that-
1: I, just, I just looked at the map Of the US Because I'm, I'm looking at the map right now To look at the election results And I just noticed that Michigan And Wisconsin How, how the hell did Michigan get away with that? What's that? They've like taken half of Wisconsin and called it theirs on Wisconsin's (laughs) side of the water. (laughs) How the hell did Michigan get away with that one?
0: I have no idea. I'm not... I don't know anything about like...
1: That gives me some... That that gives me some respect and a little contempt for Michigan just right off the bat. (laughs) I feel like they are shrewd people. Or Wisconsin is just a bunch of dummies.
0: I mean, they're both basically the same state, I think, is more of what it is.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> they, tend to, they tend to vote together. They've got like the same demographics living there. They are... So,
1: about the election, Yeah, I have a question to ask you, as a foreigner and a general dummy. Okay. Uh, I was trying to follow what's going on there. Uh, today, on like Google, I just searched American election and I got up like the Google results for like the states and stuff that has happened so far and it says that uh that the old Joe is getting uh two hundred and thirty eight votes while Donny is getting
0: two
1: hundred and thirteen yeah but but i I brought this up to a friend of mine who immediately corrected me by sending me an article from the New York Times which he believes is better that says that Joe uh, gets 227 votes and Donnie gets 213
0: oh that's just because the New York Times hasn't counted Arizona yet so
1: okay so New York Times is not as good as the associated press then
0: no 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 ah. No, Associated Press is. I'm
1: going to shove this down my friend's throat because he was (laughs) just going on and on about how New York Times is just so much more reliable. It's like, fuck off. You know, nothing. You just. uh, I mean,
0: New York Times is the capitalist answer to everything. I think that uh, they are, and and they're, you know, like the the Wall Street Journal is kind of right of center. New York Times is sort of left of center, but they're both. It, I mean, it doesn't really matter because <clears throat> So what's the Associated every, Press? The Associated Press is what the vast majority of people use. Like, there's, They've been doing election results. They've been calling elections since before the Civil War. They're the, the longest running uh, election calling institution, and they tend to be the most accurate. They've had to walk back very few things, and when they do walk back, it's because of stuff like what we're seeing today where like mail in votes are being
1: counted. Deleted.
0: (laughs) Deleted better not be (laughs) right. (laughs) So election votes are are, uh elections are hinge on mail in ballots and and they'll call something not realize not realizing how much influence those will have. So the associated press and Fox my
1: friend a thing. And I, I generally Consider him to be quite uh, a knowledgeable person. So this is a thing. I'm sort of interrupting you. it. just bothers me a lot, and I just can't grasp it. I uh,
0: you know. I, I know some people who what? are very, very bright, and they think that the New York Times is the be-all end all to all journalism. And I don't. I think that they're very studious, and so they're very, uh, they're 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 very accurate.
1: Um. How how do they count? How how do like no, I, when I say they, I don't even mean a newspaper. I just mean how do they know the votes? They, the infamous them. How, that's how, that's like, the thing, right? If they can get, if they can end up with like two different results, aren't they all just guessing?
0: Yeah. So actually, uh, the um, five thirty eight and and Gallup yesterday. Well, yeah. five thirty eight posted a thing I think from Gallup where they were showing what all the different news outlets how they were reporting and why and so there was like a big grid of all the states and then like 20 different news outlets and when each news outlet called each state and for who and uh it was kind of interesting to watch because a lot of you know especially cable news which is inherently garbage um or more garbage-like, I should say. They're not always garbage, but they're garbage more often. Um, they're in a race to show the most interesting coverage, even though all the coverage is the same. And, like, nobody really knows anything. Nobody knows anything now. Nobody, We're probably not going to know for several more days how this selection's shaping up. So <clears throat> you could watch in real time how... When each state would be called by each news outlet, and it was it was all wildly different, and so yeah, it, it's it's guesses, it's they're educated guesses. Um, <clears throat> the New York Times is being a little more careful this time, but I will say uh, they're doing it more careful this time because last time um, people were rushing to make quick judgments, and so a lot of people are like five thirty eight follows the Associated Press too, but. They haven't called Arizona yet either. So I think people just want to be careful. Arizona does look like it's going to go Trump, though, because not only or not Trump, I'm sorry, Biden, because not only is Biden five points ahead right now, but a lot of what's coming in, which are the mail-in ballots um, and some of the suburban districts haven't been counted yet. So how
1: how do they how do we know that? I'm so confused. How do we, how do we know these points are real? Like, are these newspapers just guessing these points? No. Or, it, like, is there a guy counting them, and then he is like, "Hey, newspapers, we have so many votes counted. <coughs> they went that way. They went that way."
0: Okay, so this 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 is probably an, an important thing to understand. So, when we count stuff, and one of the reasons it's all confusing is because states have their own power to dictate how their election will be set up. Now they have certain parameters, like there are federal deadlines, like when all the, by the time all the electors, the state electors meet, obviously the states have to have the results sent in before that. (laughs) So, um, but a state is free to choose how long people have to do things, how the ballots are counted. So like you can, excuse me, you can uh ohio had 21 days in 2016 they had 21 days to count mail in votes and figure out ohio's vote this year there's only 15 they shrank that window and that's obviously you know they shrank that for obvious reasons to make it to make uh it a little bit more difficult for mail in ballots to succeed but <clears throat> the the process basically is um states will they'll have a period of uh, pre-voting where you can either do mail-in ballots or you can go to your county elections office and vote at the elections office and uh, there's some state most states won't start count i don't know about most but a whole bunch of states the important ones the swing states most of them won't count mail-in ballots until election day. So, as
1: when is election day? Isn't that today?
0: That was yesterday, November third. Oh. Today is November fourth. So, November third was election day. So, so like yesterday, Pennsylvania just sat on their mail-in b- uh, ballots and they started counting yesterday. And uh, the precincts, the, each individual precinct will we'll vote. And, and so then there's the in-person votes too. So you have pre-votes that were cast before the election. You have mail-in ballots that aren't, for the most part, aren't opened until election day. And then you have election day votes. And usually the bulk of voting takes place on election day. Usually it's like 60% and then 40% mail-in. This year it's been switched kind of. It's like 60% mail-in. Forty percent in person. That was the estimations. I don't actually know if that's how how it played out. So
1: okay. So I read another thing on the New York Times that got me like ill stumped. Uh, here's an update: That Nevada's election division announced that no more results will be given until noon Eastern on Thursday. Remaining votes include mail ballots received on election day. So, what does that mean? Does that mean that? They received all the votes, but they're not going to count them until tomorrow. No, 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 had- no. And
0: that's important to understand. No. Um, so and that's one of the things that Breitbart's claiming. <laughs> Breitbart's like garbage journalism. But unfortunately, too many people read it and believe it. So Breitbart is claiming that, that people have stopped counting. And that's just not the case. Ballot counting is 24-7. Like Pennsylvania.
1: So why, does, why does Nevada say that they're not going to announce...
0: They're not announcing. They're gonna wait until they have everything counted before they announce. Is all they Okay, saying. what
1: happens? What happens if? Because what what worries me is that Trump is gonna do some shitty like uh, Bush Gore shit, you know? That he's right. gonna, because he's basically bought the Supreme Court. So he's like, is he is he just gonna say that? Okay, we stop counting votes now, and then Nevada because they didn't announce it, they're not gonna be like legitimate or what? What the hell is happening?
0: Okay, so, um, yeah, he can't do that. I mean, he can say that, and he already is, but he, he can't stop them from counting. So uh, one of the things that, that, I mean, that's what everybody's been worried about, at least everybody that follows elections, the, ele- the, the American elections pretty closely. That's what everybody's been kind of worried about, because...
1: that uh, don't follow it closely, and I'm worried about that
0: well (laughs) yeah yeah it's definitely a much bigger worry this year um so essentially that counting period the mail-in ballot counting period uh people have known that democrats would be were were requesting more mail-in ballots and bringing them back at a much greater rate in pennsylvania that rate is like one to four One to three in some areas and one to four in like areas like Pittsburgh and like Western Pennsylvania. So um, So
1: what does that mean? What does that mean in Pennsylvania? There's one to four.
0: Well, it means right now that seventy-six percent of the votes are reported and Trump is is looks like he's just crushing Biden. He's he's got two point nine, he's got two two million nine hundred and seventy-six thousand, and Biden's got two million three hundred and eighty seven thousand. And it's, it's, it's 54.8% to 43.9%. But because such an overwhelming number of mail-in ballots are likely Democrat, to, to an extreme degree in that state, um, that <clears throat> and some of the districts that haven't fully reported yet are in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, that uh, as votes continue, the state is going to turn more blue as time goes on. You know, the chances of Biden's chances of winning are going to go way
1: up. So. Okay. Okay. So as long as all the votes get counted, Biden's probably going to win.
0: Right. Well, yeah. Exactly. Well, hopefully. I mean, <clears throat> with the, I mean, we thought like Texas and Ohio would be close, but they weren't. <laughs> so, but that's the hope. Is <clears throat> it's my hope, at least. I don't know. It might not be everybody's hope. Obviously, it's not, not going to be though.
1: everyone's hope because a lot of people out there are frothing at the mouth, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they still they're, they're, like they they may be morons, but they can still vote. Um. Yeah,
0: I mean there there there's seventy there's at least seventy million voting Americans who obviously hope Trump will be president again. <clears throat> um, yeah. The 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 thing <laughs> the thing to note about like uh, the New York Times is versus the Associated Press is that the Associated Press is looking at trends going back way like you know all through all presidential elections and they're they're looking at the district voting districts um how votes are uh, distributed and such and they called arizona because they knew most of that biden was not only ahead but they knew that most of the votes coming in after the fact would be democrat so did
1: you did you watch the the thing about the alan Lichtman? no okay so he's apparently some kind of wizard he's a historian but to me he sounds like a uh, who has all the elections yeah he's predicted every election since like uh, reagan's election in like i don't know 84 or 82 or something he's he's, like predicted everything since that accurately he, uh, he except for maybe gore but he did predict that accurately that the Supreme Court would just stop counting votes in the middle of the election uh, so he still counts that one And as the right and he, he predicted that Trump would win in 16 but he's predicted that Biden will win now does that reassure you he you reassured um, by this wizard uh, predicting a, a happy future no
0: because not really, because you know, like, there's no good way. I don't know what me- methodology he's using to predict these elections.
1: I'm guessing uh, chicken entrails. <laughs> right, he's,
0: he's got like a bag of runes and he's like shaking yeah. them up and he leaves candlelight. I,
1: <laughs> skull orb, I don't know, whatever. It's made of crystal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think that there's anything <laughs> I, I I have I have a difficult time putting a lot of stock into what one person says. And and I am unfamiliar like I said, I'm unfamiliar it, it, with his methodology, so maybe it's not maybe he has cracked
1: the code. I don't know. I saw a thing today about where he talked to CNN about it. And it, there's apparently like thirteen points. Uh, that's like all, all the different points are like, uh, if there's a, you know, I'm not gonna pretend to know, know the 13 points. I'm just gonna search. Alan. Yeah, pull those
0: up. I'd be interested in hearing what they are. Because... Yeah. Okay.
1: So here is his 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 uh 13 points, right? They are. They are. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Is she shitting me? It's just a uh, Google. Google being a real douche. Real real difficult. Okay, so here's the thing. He's got the 13 points that are basically just yes or no. Party mandate, contest, incumbency, third party, short term economy, policy change, social unrest, scandal, foreign slash military failure, foreign slash military success, incumbent charisma, and challenger charisma. Right? Yeah. So uh, he's basically uh, just set up a bunch of points for that and said that, yeah, apparently there's a pretty solid thing for Trump to uh, to lose on this one. but well,
0: right? you see, even that, like... Well, I'm...
1: actually, the one I sent you a thing on Discord now. Ignore that, because this is, like, not what he said. This is someone who's used his thing and then not done what he said. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, but he talked about it today and he said that like, oh, well, you know, Trump's not going to win. Um, and but he also said that, you know, the only thing that scares him and keeps him up at night is stuff like election interference, uh, like voter uh, suppression, because that messes with the system. Although he says that the system is, uh, other than that, the system is basically perfect, because he's used it since like the 1860s or something, and it's survived all the changes in America.
0: Okay, but, but see, that that already has a couple of caveats that I'm not comfortable with. One, he wasn't alive in 1860, so he's retroactively applying this and saying, well, you know, this is my... How
1: do you know he wasn't alive in 1860? It looks pretty old. <laughs>
0: no, that's, that's true. You know, he could be a vampire. That's...
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe he saw Biden's first campaign.
0: He's, he's an energy vampire, and he's just sucking the life out of. it oh, yeah. uh,
1: Well,
0: and the other the other thing to be like, well, you know, I was a hundred percent right in two thousand, except for you know, if they would have counted all the votes, I would have been no. But he wasn't right. He called it one way, and it went the other. And so,
1: yeah, but that's cheating, though.
0: Yeah, but but that you you have to account for that in our country, <laughs> we don't. We have a political yeah, how party. Can you,
1: how can you account for cheating? You can't predict anything if you if it's exactly
0: should. why I don't necessarily trust this guy because oh, yeah,
1: that's true. like that. The, know, that, that, you that
0: proves yeah. that proves that he's you know if he's trying to claim that cheating is you know if 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 someone cheated then his calls are still correct. No, his call was wrong, and is <laughs> his. Like okay, so, uh, the the the, the election, they the, the the post office postmaster guy who, what uh, whatever his name is, I forget his name. Um,
1: postmaster he, General.
0: Yes, he was told by
1: <laughs> great title.
0: Yeah, postmaster guy, whatever. Um, he was told by m- multiple judges to conduct sweeps for uh, ballots that were left in bins after they found. You know, a whole bunch of mail-in ballots just stuck somewhere in, in Miami. Um, that they had to reinstall voting machines. That happened twice. Um, that they had to stop election slowdowns. That you know, so so the, he's had multiple court orders that he's flat out ignored. You know, in in the the midterm election, uh, the GOP just
1: didn't count tens of thousands of ballots. When he uh, gets like, when someone like that gets a court order. What's the consequences of not following it? Well, usually,
0: Shouldn't he usually be in jail? they get subpoenaed or something and they're brought in and, and they go. But what has made this administration notable is that they just blatantly ignore these court orders and then nobody arrests them. And <laughs> What's
1: the point of a subpoena if you can just say no? Well, a lot of people are wondering that. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh, I'm going to bring you a subpoena. Oh no, how terrifying. I'm going to get a letter in the mail. It's like that. that if unless you get some fucking big guys in uniforms knocking down your door, uh, if you don't comply, that's that's meaningless.
0: Well, that's been the danger of this whole entire administration because because you know, Trump was accused of wrongdoing in multiple in a myriad of ways, and they'll get you know, a, a judge will say, you need to release these documents or you need to send these people to court or whatever. I mean, like they were denying Jeff Sessions from going in and talking during, during the Mueller investigation. And they just like, say, no, this Trump wouldn't Trump show Trump up Trump and Trump. nothing would happen. And so then the Trump, you know, the pro-Trump crowd would, would perhaps correctly point, at, point to that as evidence and say, hey, you know what? Well, they they didn't go in. So obviously, what must not have been that big of a deal? You know, there's there's a big nothing burger. And they just like shout that over and over again because they can't, they they didn't actually follow the case close enough to know any details about the case, whether or not it was a nothing burger. So they would just shout nothing burger because they like burgers.
1: I I don't even know what a nothing burger is, but it doesn't sound like something I would order.
0: I don't think it's anything, (laughs) (laughs) which makes the word kind of ironic yeah, that that's their defense the word i think it literally means nothing yeah i don't know it's uh so i i think that i i'm, I'm not discounting that if if states and i don't think it's like a a, a major you know i was talking to my friend um who, who's more reasonable guy than i am in, in a lot of ways and he was saying, you know, I don't think, and I agree with him, I don't think that the GOP is organized enough uh, to have like a, a nationwide conspiracy. But obviously at the state level, there are GOP elections officials who are willing to take tremendous risks and, and just flat out cheat and hide ballots and, and prevent mail-in ballots from being counted and, and, you know, fight deadlines until the deadline passes. And then they've got to just count what they have. And so,
1: Texas is a ridiculously big state, though.
0: It is a, it is a big state, and, and Texas also, you know, they had they, they tried to, you know, the, the, the Secretary of State set up drive through voting locations, and he, the, 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 the Republican Party set up drive through voting locations, and then the day before, you know, a couple days before the election, they tried to discount get all those like 127,000 votes thrown out the whole goal is just to bait people into using the service that they set up and then declare it illegitimate and fight it and and there are people that i know republicans who are like they should have this is fraud they should have thrown it out it's like your party set this up dude like <laughs> and so i I'm, i worry about texas because they just did everything they, they filed every court order they could. They did the the one ballot box per county, which you know, as you know, like one of the um, major cities, the county has like you know two million people living in it or whatever. So having one ballot box for for those people is, is ridiculous. I don't know. Um, I, so i don't I don't going back to your question of whether I trust this guy, if he's trying to tell me. Now, and, and this isn't a rant about like this isn't my tinfoil hat rant about like the GOP stealing the election. I don't think that's going on. But what what I do think is that if this guy is going to sit there and tell me that his 2000 prediction is correct because there was cheating happened and and Gore should have won, not I don't trust him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not good enough. Then.
0: Yeah, no, I, he's got to do better. And but he got all the other powerful. ones right though.
1: So what? <laughs> Care. like <laughs> okay
0: i mean g- sure may- maybe he he's a little better at seeing the writing the writing on the wall than like the average joe and jeremy but i think
1: that uh, sure shit's gotta be better than the average joe <laughs> <laughs> especially if you don't live in the country <laughs> yeah i don't know what the hell is going on like your system seems crazy to me I mean, it I mean it's 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 part like... I think, I think our system is basically the same thing because like some towns here have like more they'll ha- they'll have more voting strength than than they should based on their size. Yeah. But it's like that kind of seems fair enough because it's like otherwise those 60 people on that island aren't really gonna get any like attention from the state, right?
0: Yeah.
1: But we also don't vote for people we vote for like a party and we have many of them right so like it, when we go to elect... when you vote for you choose to vote for either like the right party the the workers party uh, the center party or the, the you know whatever the hell you want to vote for right yeah um you you're voting for the right party or the workers party you don't vote for fucking Erna or Jonas Garstøre or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, and then, then they have to form a coalition when they get in so they can have the majority.
1: Yeah, basically, right? So they they got a... You, you, like, you, you don't even necessarily know who the leader of the country is going to be when you you vote. Yeah. and that's... I mean, you probably... You do, because you know who the leader of the party is, but the leader of the party is less important than the party itself. The leader of the party does not have the 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 might of uh, like a, you're not voting for a candidate you're voting for a party
0: well and even even if your party gets in you, you know becomes part of the majority another party might have become a bigger part of that majority and so their leader gets in anyway yeah so you you might you might see like if you're an environmentalist and you vote for a green party and they make up you know, 20% of the votes, but then you've got the people who had 40%. You make your coalition of, you know, 60% of, well, I don't know if you guys have a party. Yeah. So
1: it's yeah. like, uh, even though you didn't win the election, you're nowhere near winning the election. Your party can still have a lot of clout based on like how big the other parties are and which ones are willing to work with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and-, and my party is the left party, right? Uh, and nationally, I'm not too fond of them because they're a little too cozy with the right parties. But locally, they're doing a terrific job here in Bergen, right? They're really good for like uh, anything green with public transportation and stuff. That's good. Uh, even though they are a teeny tiny party. That's like 4% of Norway vote for this party. But they have a lot of clout when it comes to getting sh- shit done in this city. Yeah. Because they're just good at coalition work.
0: Yeah um yeah i think that there's been a trend in the united states i don't think i know that there's been a trend uh where the executive branch has become more important over time and the legislative has become less important and uh you know it started it kind of started with newt gingrich because newt gingrich was this guy um he became an important republican during the clinton era And his big thing was just shutting down any sort of talks or event or or any sort of bill legislation that would give Democrats a win. He really made the legislative process super partisan and made it about like nabbing victories in a way that strengthened your party and hurt the other party, not about like passing legislation that helps people.
1: And shouldn't he? Shouldn't he have been executed for high treason? <laughs> well, I mean, if he's literally fucking with the very fabric, the fabric of your democracy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's bad news, right? So then you get to so that that weakened Congress, and then you get because you know they, they, if they have less of if they have less mobility and they become more gridlocked, public trust in them falls, which was never great. At least in my lifetime, I have never been heard anybody like Congress is functioning exactly the way it should. I mean, if you're, if you think like if you talk to a Republican um, I think that they might have very different ideas about what's the problems are. And this is my, you know, interpretation of things, but um, I don't think, and I think everybody can agree that Congress isn't functioning well. And when uh, Bush came into office, 9-11 happened year after he gets in and or the, the first year that he's in, really. And he, he, the executive power branch became much more powerful um, because literal powers were granted to the president, and some of those things never fully went away. And then Obama came in, and Congress got way more gridlocked because McConnell took Newt Gingrich's, Gingrich's uh, framework and ran with it like he really drove home this idea of like we are not going to give an inch and he was more corporate we're, we're like i mean the, the gop has always been more corporate than the democrats both of them are very like heavily influenced by corporate donors and and ever since citizens united passed it's only gotten way worse but um well C- citizens united didn't pass it was a court case point is, United um, is
1: a pretty fucking ridiculous statement too because it doesn't really unite citizens it just lets whoever has the biggest wallet do whatever the fuck they want
0: oh you will all those things like like the word freedom is, is so misused <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> it's like it's 1984 shit you know freedom is slavery that kind of shit
0: right yeah so um, yeah, during the Obama era, they, they swore that they weren't going to let Obama do anything. And, and what Obama did was st- started overusing executive orders. Like he just signed executive order after executive order, Cause especially in a second term, that dude did not give a fuck. So he just like, you know, and he, yeah. he really expanded the powers of the presidency by m- causing temporary things to happen that he hoped would become permanent over time.
1: That was a very short-sighted move.
0: Well, and I don't think, I don't think Obama even took – nobody took Trump seriously in 2015. But, but any Republican is. president was going to be watching. It, wasn't, it wouldn't just be Trump, though, because any Republican president would be watching his executive orders and thinking, you know what? If I was in office, I'd be doing this and this and this and this.
1: Yeah, so, it's just a short-sighted move to expand the powers of like the presidency. Right. That's, I mean, we obviously see the results, right? And
0: and Trump Trump did a whole bunch of unthinkable things that nobody thought.
1: Sooner or later, some fucking monkey was going to get in office and, you know, just wreak havoc. And, uh, you know, he he got in.
0: Yeah, yeah, he got in and and then Trump decided that he was going to ignore subpoenas. And at this point, um, you know, his attorney general, William Barr, is, uh, you know, when he was like, an elementary school child he was
1: it must be such a such a pain for bill burr to be this closely like named to bill Barr. i don't know if
0: bill i don't know if bill burr really gives a shit (laughs)
1: it's it's, to me it's just funny that their name is similar i honestly think bill burr is a lot more famous than bill Barr, so i don't think it affects him
0: uh, maybe not anymore. I mean, Bill Barr has, has, has he is an international, isn't an international figure. Once again, I mean, he was international when he was advising the past Bush presidents.
1: Yeah, uh, but he was in he was international to like a few political junkies. Uh, like I, I'm obviously not well versed, but I I I know some of the big players, and I've, I'd never heard of him before Trump.
0: Yeah, I knew about him before Trump, but I just thought yeah, I he would had gone away.
1: I knew about her. I'd heard about her, so it's like I, it's not just the presidents I heard about. Yeah, so I, I think I think uh, I think old, old old Billy there he wasn't. Uh, uh, I think he was that famous. He, he must have more been of a, like a for people who are really into politics, kind of thing.
0: I think so. Yeah, I mean for sure because he was, you know, he he did he did some things that then made the news, but you know, there's no internet and there are no memes and there was no, I mean, I guess that's not really evidence of anything because usually the internet, even the internet will cycle through somebody in like two days for later, forget about him. I don't know. I think he just, the stuff he was doing, they were scandals at the time, but they weren't scandals that everybody rallied around. Like it wasn't like Monica Lewinsky, you know what I mean? And
1: Yeah, you know what? It's I think the Monica Lewinsky thing that that pisses me off. That should it was
0: ridiculous. It was it was obviously insane.
1: And I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, first of all, I think it's very stupid. Like, I think it's very stupid to focus this much on the president's sex life. Right? That alone, I think, is really stupid because that's not why you voted. You don't give a shit if the president, like, who the president's fucking. That shouldn't have anything to do with the leadership of the president. If he's not faithful to his wife, how can he be faithful to the country? What a dumb thing to say. Second of all, and honestly, more important in retrospect, that poor fucking girl. (laughs) You know, obviously it's the president and uh, Bill, like Clinton, I forgot his name. He was quite a handsome president for a president, you know, played the sax and he had like charming voice and everything. (laughs) And, and, you know, she works as an intern there. Of course, she's going to be smitten, Right. And then, and then the news they're just like ranting on this poor girl. She, she, was like, she was like in her early 20s, wasn't she?
0: Yeah, I mean, it dest- and it destroyed her. I mean, she got very depressed. She, she gave yeah. a really good interview uh, with John Oliver. He was- I
1: saw that one. I, I didn't really know who she was until I saw that one. And uh, honestly, she's a fucking inspiration though, the way she's kind of like turned it around. But it took a life to do that. Right, and the vast majority of people would just buckle under that pressure. Right, like yeah, what it wasn't fair, and it
0: wasn't had nothing to do with politics, and obviously it was all a big joke because uh, like Trump's been accused with you know molesting teenagers. So, yeah, I think-
1: well, I mean, I I don't even want to compare Trump to uh, like other people in terms of like just sexual misdemeanor because I think it's just it's it's like it's like comparing the damage a drunk guy does to a car to a gorilla right (laughs) you know
0: well counterpoint counterpoint if every time i talk to a red hat and i say something about trump and they immediately bring up clinton i should be allowed to bring up trump whenever somebody mentions clinton
1: my god yeah i mean (laughs) i would i'm shocked that the the red hats you call them I don't know. I just... <laughs> I'm shocked that they would even bring up Clinton on sexual misdemeanors. Like I thought, I I would have thought they would be fucking terrified to mention anything about sexual anything. No, I mean, because... their guy, their little orange god, is he's he's uncomfortably close to his daughter. Let's just say that <laughs> his daughter, his flesh and blood.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to. That's, there that's
1: that's yeah like it, never it, it, mind the age difference <laughs> <laughs> never mind <laughs> the age difference between trump and ivanka it it breaks the half plus seven rule i'm gonna say that <laughs> and more so it's his daughter
0: yeah yeah Is i don't know if anybody's heard of incest before i
1: it's think very, um... it's it's very creepy it's very creepy and he seems so interested in it he seems so into it like that 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 one interview where he's like it's just a talk show like in 2016 and they're all being like charming and stuff and like uh the 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 talk show host is like asking them like so what do you guys have in common and Ivanka's going like I really like golf and I'm really into like real estate and then Trump just sits there, and I was like, "And sex!" <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is like laughing. Oh, how cheeky! It's like, what did you say? I I what don't. Know yeah, how I I strongly I, to this. It's it's really
0: difficult. Like he, there's a there's a, there was a magazine picture really where strange. he's he's posing with, with Ivanka on his lap, and she's a teenager, and they're right next to. They posed very like no. yeah you know, it's it's a magazine shoot and and they pose next to two par- two parrots fucking it's like a statue there's like one bird mounting the other bird and it's like a fertility I don't know, like animal statue thing
1: yeah well, and she looks, she looks suspiciously sexy in that photo too She's <laughs> like wearing I, I don't remember what she was wearing but i've seen the picture it's some kind of like 90s lingerie or something you know you know like with a well, I don't actually remember what she was wearing, but I remember it was not appropriate for a girl her age on her elderly father's lap.
0: Yeah, I mean, even 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 like if you're like, oh, you know, a, a 16-year-old should be able to wear this. It, it, she's sitting in her dad's lap.
1: I generally feel that at a certain age, your children shouldn't be on your lap. <laughs> let alone wearing lingerie.
0: Or the time that he said, I like... Who- I like when she calls me daddy or something like that. Like, I
1: fucking bet he does. <laughs> I fucking bet when she calls him daddy, it, it, her seating on his lap gets a little uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> I mean, or, not to her. or Claire, more comfortable. I don't know what type of dynamic they have. She's Claire, she's,
1: she's way into it. <laughs> uh, she seems like she's she's got some uh, she's got some scars there, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus uh, Christ! And I'm suspicious about Trump's own dad. What happened there? Because okay. I've heard that these kind of things go in chains.
0: <gasps> hopefully, hopefully the Trumps go in chains.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, no! It's a it's a creepy dynamic.
0: With, uh, with with the electoral map, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shift it back to the election now. Because
1: <laughs> yeah, we yeah 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 um, and my apologies, but I made myself a cup of coffee for this and uh i'm a little foolish when it comes to like measuring so this i've been chewing this coffee throughout the whole thing so i'm a little all over the place <laughs> oh that's fine that's fine um it's very strong that's good
0: that's good i've i've been gradually making my coffee stronger as the election's gone on
1: <laughs> i believe you
0: <laughs> and like I've been getting. I've been. I've been breaking out the French press, like in the afternoons, and like, well, I don't want to make a whole pot of coffee, so instead, I make a much stronger batch of coffee in the French press, and I like two, like tar-like cups, and then. When know, is like,
1: this? Uh, when is this election over? When do we? When When do we have like the results?
0: Uh probably. I would say that it, it, the pressure is going to be on to deliver results with probably within the next two weeks. Um. I would bet that by the middle of next week, Pennsylvania should be fully counted.
1: Okay, because I keep I keep hitting refresh on the Google thing.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's
1: not gonna even, help. Even though it is a it is a live thing that refreshes itself. Right. <laughs> I just keep hitting refresh all the time because I'm like, well, I mean, it's, such, it, it's been on two thirty eight since this morning. Come on, Biden. <laughs>
0: Well the, the good news is 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 Pennsylvania may not matter. So what might wind up happening? Because one one of the one of the things about this election that makes it so special and one of the reasons that mail-in ballots has been such a bigger deal and like the yeah. GOP is already uh launched a their first lawsuit in Pennsylvania. I'm sure there will be more to come. Um with 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 maybe perhaps the goal being getting it in front of the Supreme Court. But uh, because there are so many mail-in ballots, the big word this selection has been mirage. Like, so the, the first, it's, it's a three-step step process. So first, um, early voting, Yeah. Cities, cities tend to report, because they're so big, they start reporting much more quickly, whereas a rural area will report everything all at once, and it takes a little bit longer. So a city will have many, many districts, voting districts, and they, as each voting district completes, they'll send in their results. And so you start getting, just statistically, you you will get more city districts reporting before rural areas do. And the absent or the early votes tended to swing a little swing Democrat. So what happened was it started off, Biden looked super far ahead in a lot of states. And then election day results come in. And Republicans tend to vote heavily on election day. And this year was no different. So after, after the first hour of, of polls closing, suddenly these areas that started blue started swinging red real hard. And then the third state, so then, so, the, so your first blue mirage was like those, the early voting and the, the, the first few city districts. And then your red mirage was last night. And then the idea is that over the next few days, as the mail-in ballots get counted, they're going to swing back Democrat. Um, And it looks like Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, Nevada are all going to go for Biden. Um, Fox News seems to think so. Georgia might go. And if all that happens... Even if Pennsylvania doesn't report until the end of next week, we may know that Biden is definitively president, you know, in, by tomorrow or, or Friday.
1: Okay, so by this weekend, basically.
0: Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, nobody knows. It's, it's, very, it's a very close election, and there isn't enough reported to really say. I, I do know that, that Biden has closed his lead. And has, has caught up to Trump by a good 150,000 votes since I woke up this morning, because more of Pennsylvania has reported.
1: Um, he's got leads. I'm, on... What I'm looking at on the electoral votes, right? Yeah. Because that's ultimately the only thing that matters. Right. Uh, he's got 238 votes, and Trump's got 213. Right. Right. So, even if they don't count all the new votes. Doesn't that just mean Biden wins? Because he's in the lead.
0: Well, as, as long as he wins the right ones. So
1: um <clears throat> isn't it just about having more electoral votes? Not just does it matter where the electoral vote is from? Isn't it just oh, the amount? No, it doesn't,
0: it doesn't. And that's why that's why we might know before Pennsylvania even gets counted. So Arizona's worth eleven, which is where the discrepancy between, you know, New York Times and Associated Press is. Yeah. Um Nevada is another six, so that's seventeen votes right there. So two thirty eight, two forty four.
1: Is there a reason why the New York Times haven't called Arizona yet? Like, is there a reasonable reason, or are they just lazy?
0: At this point, I feel like they should. Like, it, it seems pretty obvious to me, but I don't know what their reasoning is. I think they're just. I think they're they're just being more careful because remember their there's their sticking point is how accurate the reporting always is so i think they're just trying to be as careful as possible and, and i think like 538 is the other one that i that i've been following pretty closely and they got lambasted you know they, they got attacked for
1: in- okay so so they basically just don't want to they don't want to end up with like uh oops we got this wrong guys yeah they're
0: afraid of the egg on their face
1: yeah okay and um, but the Associated Press, they, they don't seem to, they don't seem to be too concerned about this.
0: I, I think that they're just, it, it, they just feel that Arizona is a really safe bet. I mean, why not? I mean, they, they, Biden's ahead by 100,000. Everything that still needs to be counted is going Democrat like three to one. It, it's, it seems like his lead is only going to grow from here on out. And almost you know 98% has been reported. So you know, it does seem like they should call it by now, but they have their reasons, and I don't know what those reasons are because I'm not sitting in their
1: newsroom. Okay, okay. I don't know. So, how long have we been recording for now? Um, about fifty minutes. Okay, okay, because I do kind of want to continue, but my fucking brother came up impromptu and is like wanting to hang out now.
0: Oh well, he can he can he can wait until we're done.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too.
0: <laughs> he just wants to tell you that Trump's gonna win. That's all he's that's all he's here for.
1: I, okay, I'll just let him in the fucking room. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: <laughs> oh man, so to people who are listening to this podcast, we don't know what's going. We obviously, you're probably going to be listening to this long after any of this is news anymore and and who knows what the world's gonna look like uh,
1: yeah it's it's point. whatever's happening it's definitely gonna be chosen by the time we release anything
0: yeah well and and, and i think it's interesting it may be interesting maybe i'm wrong maybe people are gonna be like why would i listen to this
1: well i mean people watch like downton abbey and they're talking about the upcoming possible World War One or whatever, right? People always like to do that because they feel smart listening to it, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like oh, listen like well, to the speculation. I will say that uh one of the reasons I like following somebody who's reading Game of Thrones for the first time. Yeah. Is that it Game of Thrones changes so quickly. <laughs> and the conditions, you know, like uh uh just someone will tell me something that's happening in the book. I don't want to like spoil it for the like six people who might read the book in the next year and haven't yet. But
1: yeah, three of those are listening to this.
0: Someone will tell yeah, someone will tell me a part of the book, and I'll just think, wow, that's so quaint. That's such like a nice period in time. I remember thinking that that might be possible, and you know yeah. it's not because he just he's he's full the man's full of surprises, but.
1: Like a happy time before the wedding. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, exactly. Oh, they're gonna have a wedding. It's gonna be so great. <laughs> I really love this guy. Well,
0: and these families will consolidate power and finally take down those filthy Lannisters. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, I just I, I there there might be some of that 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 people will get out of it. I just I uh, think it's fun to speculate and it's fun to kind of like um, get this off my chest a little bit (laughs) because I been I've been obsessively like staring at these results and I know it's like I should I have better things I could be doing with my time or should be doing
1: yeah I think unless unless you are one of the candidates now or you haven't voted yet I don't think really should worry worry too much about this stuff
0: well if you haven't voted yet you don't have to worry anyway because it's still it's way too late now
1: (laughs) oh in this case I think only it's the only people who should really give a shit about this is Joe and Donald you would think, yeah.
0: You would think. I have I have a friend in Scotland who texted me this morning, is like, "What's going on?" <laughs> so I don't think it's. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think it's just us. I think there are a lot of people watching this all over the place that are really uh, concerned. I mean,
1: this is like one of the biggest, uh, biggest events of the fucking decade. I'd say century, but I mean, centuries just started, so that would be a little extreme.
0: Well, we're twenty percent through the century, and I would argue up to up till now, this is big. This is my yeah. Big.
1: But you know what? If we like one year ago, if someone told you there would be a worldwide plague, you know, <laughs> a lot of stuff can happen. Well, that's
0: true. Well, I, I I don't expect this to remain the biggest thing.
1: No, I mean five years ago, like the only thing people knew about Trump was that he was a reality TV show host, and any movie about a pandemic was sci-fi. Right. <laughs> so and, and that's just like the first 20% of this century. Who the hell knows what's going like, to, aliens could invade in the next four years. <laughs> and honestly, it, it wouldn't be out of character with what's going on so far.
0: I, I would also argue that this election is not bigger than COVID because COVID obviously has affected more people directly.
1: I mean, yeah, COVID is like a worldwide thing.
0: But the repercussions of this election will certainly ripple as much as COVID has, already. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, if there's uh, there's uh, long term consequences and stuff like that. Extreme. Also, also the election probably is going to affect how COVID is affected too.
0: Oh sure, sure. That's I mean, but the thing is, is that Biden, but Bi- <laughs> I'm calling this now. Like Biden's going to come in and he's going to issue like a mask mandate, and he's going to give, he's going to tell the CDC, hey, remember doctors? Yeah, let's listen to them now. And the the thing is, is that Trump's going to be like in Moscow or whatever, depending. You know, can, assuming that he leaves the country, and he'll be tweeting the whole time, like you know, fomenting as much unrest as possible, and living in Trump Tower too. And yeah. it's,
1: I mean, he, he, people aren't going to take he, it seriously. He, COVID's he, not going to go he, away, he really, and they're going to point gonna leave the country if, uh, if if he didn't win.
0: Well, we'll we'll get to that in a second. So I think. I think they're going to point at like people aren't going to take Biden seriously. Then they're then because of that, because people won't be following the rules, COVID won't go away, and then you're going to have people pointing to that as a failure. It's like, well, Biden can't handle it either. See, Trump did nothing wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. What were you saying about him leaving the country?
1: No, I was basically just saying that uh, Trump. Trump did say that if he doesn't win, he's going to leave the country.
0: Oh, I would if I was him. Like. I mean, he has no shame. I mean, he's he's obviously a coward. So
1: yeah.
0: if he flees, like he's he's facing he's facing so much legislation.
1: Is he though? Hasn't he kind of beaten that with the the, the, the impeachment and all of that? No,
0: that? no, no, no. So he is guilty of a whole myriad of things. And yeah. uh, at the federal level, I mean, he's he obviously impeachment's only for a president, but states there are multiple states that are suing him or or taking him to court for criminal charges for various things from you know the the whole sexual assault thing hasn't gone away um fraud various counts of fraud anywhere from like not paying workers to not paying states for holding rallies to um
1: he's been doing that for years right not paying his workers like the people the people who made mar-a-lago still haven't gotten paid
0: right but now now like the way that the hatred of an entire country is going to be funding these lawsuits and new New york in particular has has a whole the the new york attorney general is really really want gearing
1: up to go after him and yeah yeah they don't really like him there
0: no and and like the, the money with like Deutsche bank and and the thing with his chinese bank account and all that like that that type of stuff um when when he does isn't protected by the presidency anymore states are going to be suing him and when that happens i mean michael cohen went to jail and trump directed him to do the things that sent him to jail so he'll be on trial for that and the chances of him staying a free man in america are basically zero and he knows this so when I'm, he...
1: I'm thinking like because you remember with Nixon, right? Like, I, I don't actually know what the hell I'm talking about, but I think I remember that Nixon, he did not have to go to jail because that would be too traumatic for the country, right? Right. So, isn't it more likely that Biden is just going to, like, pardon Trump in exchange for Trump calming the fuck down? Just yeah. to avoid a civil war between, I don't know, the bikers and the the the, the Whole Foods crowd? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no i don't think so because for for a few reasons uh one um you know nixon resigned because he knew he did he admitted he did something wrong and so that act of resignation was kind of seen as his punishment and they didn't want to really galvanize people that were still pro-nixon because a large number of people were still pro-nixon for a long time um
1: and it was also the cold war so that must have had something to do with it
0: that was that had a bit that was the, that was my next point is that because everybody was still more interested in what was going on externally than internally um, yeah because you want to show like, the, the united
1: front, even when it even when there's trouble in the house right
0: right so us remaining united to deal with the soviets was more important than basically anything now the situation is very different
1: it would be a pretty huge victory for the soviets to be able to put a poster saying look the filthy americans had to lock up their own leader you know oh yeah i mean you know that would have, that would have been some great propaganda right there
0: they're just as corrupt as we are the whole the yeah. whole nine yards um
1: so corrupt that they even had to imprison their own president
0: <laughs> well in this time this time the situation is very different right like we don't have the same type of external threat like the gop has been trying to mend or I, I i shouldn't even say the gop on this one this this is more of a neocon thing like yeah for hawks hillary clinton was like really gal- trying to galvanize people against like iran and china so um that's uh, i would say that that now with a with a in, uh, people don't agree on who our enemies are you know i, I definitely think it's russia obviously um yeah. Not a lot of people, I've seen there a, lot are a lot of people, people that don't feel that
1: way. Like I'd rather be with a Russian than a Democrat though.
0: Right, exactly. And so the, the, there isn't an enemy to unite around. And the extent of Trump's crimes are so much more severe that if Biden tried to pardon him, well, first of all, you also know that if he did pardon Trump, Trump wouldn't go away. He would turn around and start s- the sowing unrest immediately. He would turn back into the same and he'd probably just run for president again in 2024 and he'd have like a napoleon yeah, that's type.
1: true that's true trump has uh, has the self-control of a grease fire
0: yeah i mean he would never go away so you and, and it, i think it would really send the signal that after all that trump did that nobody's held accountable for anything anymore and the president can get away with anything that there's well, there's
1: that, that- just look make biden look really weak too and i don't think he would want that like, well his
0: whole party would re- would turn against him immediately yeah right and in all the republicans who voted for him because he's not trump i think they would turn against him too i think like all those lincoln project people they'd be furious um
1: okay so there's just no way that uh that, that trump's getting out of that one unscathed if he loses
0: yeah and and biden has already said multiple times he's, he has no interest in pardoning trump he's not going to do it
1: so so if Trump loses, he does have to leave the country, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I think that he has no option, and I, I and you know he always he said I don't kid, and it's true. Like when the supporters like, oh, he's just joking. He's like, no, it's no, he's not, you dumbasses. And and in this case, you know, I think it's I don't think he's kidding either. I think his plan is as soon as soon as things look bad. He's gonna start dismantling the dismantling as much of the government he can. He's gonna cause as much trouble as he can, and then he's gonna be on a plane at the beginning of January, if not sooner. Like, he he built himself a bunker. You know, he got his bunker boy memes for the election day because he, you know, he's inherently a coward, and uh, he, I I don't I, I can't imagine him even staying all the way to the end of January or until the end of his. Full term but what do I know? Maybe they'll be dragging, him kicking, and screaming from the Oval Office while he's like grabbing onto American
1: flags and trying to hold on. Yeah, to how would, how would that work? Even like if he refuses to leave, like what's gonna happen? Like because the Secret Service they're they they're, they're meant to protect him, right? As long as he's president, because a president elect isn't technically a president, is it? Well, so like. What happens then? It'll, is, th- is there going to be a standoff in the White House? Assuming assuming Trump actually doesn't want to leave, which is, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be as in his, even in his best self-interest, but who the hell knows, right? In a hypothetical yeah. situation that he just says, I'm not leaving this office, uh, the guys with the sunglasses stand by the door.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think... I I I honestly think the Secret Service would stand down in that case. I think he would just be arrested, which is why I don't think he's going to be here. Because I don't, like the military wouldn't back him up. You know, he's not he's not going to be able to do a military style coup. The, no, they don't my, really
1: like him, do they?
0: No. Well, also, the chain of command will have switched. Biden will be in charge of the military. So,
1: wait, is the elect is the president elect in charge of the military?
0: No, I'm talking I'm talking after inauguration day. Like if he refuses to leave and he says I'm still president or I'm not leaving or this whole thing is illegitimate and he tries to stay in office. It doesn't matter what he says. Once once inauguration day passes in January, Biden will be the new president and at the, at that moment he can say whatever he wants, he can tweet whatever he wants, but he he won't be at the top of the chain of command anymore.
1: Uh Okay, here's, here's, here's an interesting one. Here's an interesting one. Okay. Uh, yeah, my brother just wrote me a message wanting to get in on this. He's saying it's going to go to trial in the Supreme Court before the election ends if Trump does not win.
0: Um, Well, that's that's why it's important that the results are definitive and that it's not... that none of the states are real close toss-ups. Like, if if Michigan and Wisconsin both wind up within like 10,000 votes, that's a very real possibility. So, uh, and, and that's, that's why it was so important to the GOP to get a six, three Supreme court. That's why they shoved through Amy, you know, Barrett at yeah. the last minute, even though like I, I, there are Republicans that I talked to that were mad. They voted for Trump when that happened. They like, they, my, my aunt and uncle early voted, I guess they're not really my, um, they're they're friends of my they're they're aunt and, aunt and uncle to my friend they're, they're not even like related to me in any sense I have a friend who I'm very close to his family and his aunt and uncle were very upset that they voted for Trump when they're like I thought they're he's gonna pass a COVID relief bill but McConnell shoved through Barrett and then adjourned <laughs> and said that no bill's gonna happen before the election so <laughs> that is um,
1: beautifully ironic isn't it no bill is going to happen before the election, and then he's like, "Well, let's push through the Supreme Court justice, though."
0: It's not ironic; it's just it's just them sending a clear signal of their priorities.
1: Yeah, yeah. but it's ironic in the Alanis Morissette way. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs>
0: That's fair. It is that type of irony. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it's a it's a funny quinky dink.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. It, also, I mean, so yeah, so the I'm Supreme Court thing is a worry, but it's it's kind of one of those. I think I think a lot of GOP like Trump hopefuls are watching what's happening now. Yeah, and they're they're starting to think along the Supreme Court lines. And I think, you know, Trump waking up this morning. I mean, he's been saying he's going to do this for weeks, so it's no surprise everybody's ready for it. But he you know he woke up this morning said everybody needs to stop counting. I've won. You know, everything after this is illegitimate. So he's he's (laughs) already trying to set that stage. The question is is whether or not our better democracy is going to allow some random court case to get out to the supreme court and then wind up deciding the election
1: uh, uh, sorry i didn't get the last part i was just being whispered some stuff oh um yeah, you know I, what you know you don't have to explain to me we're doing a podcast for other people
0: oh yeah just listen to the episode later
1: joe yeah yeah i mean <laughs> i have to edit this shit anyways <laughs>
0: I think the biggest danger is if it does come down to pennsylvania <laughs> pennsylvania is counting still next week it's like next wednesday and they you know it, it, that those votes are what decides the presidency then i think a chance of a supreme court showdown
1: is, is much more likely but i don't right now what the do you think end, though because i was looking at the supreme court today because i was just like wondering like where do they lean on issues right Mm. I found this thing from 2019, so obviously Ginsburg is still in it, you know, rest her soul. Uh, but here we have we got four liberals, three now because, you uh, know, Ruth bid it. Um, and then on the conservative side, we got uh, John, Samuel, Neil, Brett, and Clarence. Yeah. But from my friend who explained this a little bit to me, he said that. John isn't really a conservative. He's just kind of like a middle-of-the-tree guy that leans right. But, you know, he's an honorable guy. So, you know, he, 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 would, he would uphold the results of an election. Uh, I don't know anything about this guy, Samuel. Um, he, uh, I mean, uh, my friend said that he's, he seems like a nice guy too. Okay. Even if he's a little conservative, but he doesn't actually know anything about him while neil and brett obviously uh, are like they just loyalists and clarence is apparently a, a complete psycho <laughs> so I... assuming uh, john is the chief too so i don't know i don't know what kind of power the chief has just a... um, but from what, assuming samuel like can you tell me about samuel because i i don't think john is an issue but samuel what, what what's his deal I just an about... honorable guy
0: he just votes along party lines mostly. I mean that a lot of court cases during the Obama era were just like five four. You know what I mean? And
1: yeah, okay. but does he like, like in a in a in a issue about that that is not so much partisan? Well, I mean everything is partisan now, but in an issue that's about uh, about uh, like democracy itself, you know, would would he like? would he make a partisan move there or would he like just stand up for the principles of the country?
0: I honestly don't know, but I don't think so. Like I, I, I six, three is a, is a big majority, especially when three of them are, are, are ravenous partisans who helped precipitate Florida in 2000. All three were involved, Barrett, uh, Kavanaugh and, and the other guy, um, Neil. Yeah. So
1: I forget him too. The only reason I remember him now is because I get I'm looking at a picture of his face. (laughs) Uh, But Um, Clarence Thomas, I've heard that he's he's kind of like a lunatic too. Like he's he's like he's he's apparently way worse than Brett and Neil.
0: Maybe I it's it's hard to it's hard to tell because everybody else is so new, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I I don't I don't know because I mean Brett Kavanaugh during his confirmation hearing you know broke down into tears talking about Schmidt and his other frat brothers and then yelled I love beer so yeah,
1: Brett, obviously he's kind of a I mean he he looks like a he he acts like a guy named Brett <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: he yeah. does so I I don't know I don't really think it's very helpful to try to sit and and tear apart what they'll do because. It it we don't even know what kind of court case is going to wind up in front of them. So yeah, it's because the type of court like Florida in two thousand was only one type of court case that could wind up in front of them, which is should we you know stop counting should we know how do we call this now? And if that's what it is, and Pennsylvania is the deciding state, and they shut down Pennsylvania counting early, um then I think it would be very very likely that they would all they would vote yes and it would be at least six three or five four if not six three if it's something a little because you know they kind of have precedent I don't know how precedent works I'm not a lawyer but you know if they um if it's a different type of court case where you know they find like a giant storeroom full of uncounted ballots in a different state. It's like Texas or something. And, and it's like a million votes that could swing the election. or Something ridiculous like that. You, you have no idea. Because that would be a more blatant disregard of democracy. And I, I really don't know how they would vote on something like that.
1: Yeah, because like, if, if, you, if you were to vote against that, then I feel like people would storm the courthouse. Because then like, the, the name justice is like, it's a parody. <laughs>
0: exactly so there, there's I, I was reading an article that was talking about um, it was drafted by a, a, a small team of DC lawyers and they were basically they were all political lawyers and they, they were saying that the number of court cases the, the, the types of court cases things that might appear before the Supreme Court is upwards of a dozen and it's impossible to predict what those might be because it's also impossible to predict how the election is going to go down Yeah, because this is just this is just a really weird election. Nobody knew what to expect, Um, even though everybody kind of expected Biden to win. Every nobody trusted it. Like I, I didn't know anybody that was like, "Yeah, Biden's going to win." I didn't know anybody like that because
1: no, because it's 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 all it's all up in the air. You know, you you don't know where the coin is going to land. Yeah, and And, and and even now that we're looking at the results coming in, it is pretty close. Like Biden's leading, but. There's no guaranteed victory that I can see here.
0: No, um, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't see it either. I mean, he's probably going to lose Alaska.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the votes there, and Don Donnie has like 63 percent. Joey, it's got 33. I mean, only 45 percent of the total stuff has been reported yet, right? Sure. But I don't know, like, is that 45% of the population or the votes? Because not everyone in the population votes at all, right? Of of votes cast. Okay, okay. So half the votes have been counted, like less than half of the votes have been counted. Yes, and that but doesn't I, always I include that.
0: mail-in ballots, too.
1: Um. Okay.
0: So sometimes a state will take in like the mail-in ballots and they'll they'll set them aside. They won't count them until election day. But what they will do is they'll put them toward a total. They'll say like, these are the number of ballots we've received. Um, and so th- so when you see that percentage, sometimes it does mean all the mail-in ballots also. Sometimes it doesn't. And honestly, I don't even know what the probably case
1: is. probably pretty safe to say that Donnie's going to win this one, though. Cause. What's that? oh alaska alaska i think he's gonna win that one because look at that i mean all of those unreported votes basically would have to be for for joe if he's gonna win it yeah
0: well alaska alaska is more republican anyway and, and they you know they yeah. produced sarah palin and they were perfectly fine unembarrassed by her so <laughs>
1: that's true i forgot about her she oh, wasn't she on a reality show at some point too
0: yeah like, like shooting beers out of a helicopter or something i don't know
1: it was something, some, some kind of keeping up with the Kardashians, uh, white person version. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Are know. the Kardashians white? Is that just a pigmentation thing, or is the like what, what's their thing?
0: That is not a comment I'm gonna make, and because
1: they got Caitlyn.
0: Well, whatever. I don't. I, I think the whole Kardashian family is a joke. <laughs> yeah. We we could do a whole bitch fest episode about me just complaining about the Kardashians or garbage.
1: You know, I would enjoy that tremendously. No,
0: actually, I don't think I could produce a whole podcast worth of rant for them because I well, just... Let's,
1: let's mix it in with a little few other things then. You know, we go for <laughs> the Kardashians, then we go for... Okay, well, I, I know very little about reality TV, so I didn't really have a I don't either. I, either.
0: either. I don't even know what they look like. Someone Someone's put up a picture, and I was like, who is that? And they're like, you're joking, right? And I was like, no, I don't know who this is. And they're like, it's one of the Kardashians.
1: I know who, what one of them looks like because... She was in a music video for Pepsi that was all over YouTube because it was so ridiculous. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like Pepsi... It, had to it, apologize it combines to my least
0: two favorite, favorite, favorite things of all time, which are advertising and vapid celebrities that don't actually... that get money for doing nothing. Like, they, they, they don't... Like, I have more appreciation for Kanye West's, like, erratic nonsense. Like...
1: You know what? I think... I, I don't know much about Kanye West.
0: He but... at least makes music and he and some of his music isn't I mean yeah it's Christian rap, but it's, it's not all bad. Is it Christian? I call it Christian rap. I'm I'm it I mean he, he did Jesus Walks and then he did like he God has a really strong undercurrent in his I mean it's it, his his faith all it, all has all I know his, is that
1: the Gold Digger was a really, really cool song. I love that song. That was
0: good. That yeah. was good.
1: Uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, used to sing it a little bit differently, which was hilarious. He would just go like, "She took my money, <laughs> I took her kid." <laughs> I thought that was great. I mean, that is a good way to get your money back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I heard a th- I heard a thing about Kanye because you know he was he was uh, he was in the like uh, what do you call it like the firing line. He, he, yeah, he was uh, he was getting a lot of heat for that his whole emancipation proclamation thing right
0: oh yeah well that's he basically because he's an idiot.
1: In Favor of slavery
0: you can well, be a great artist and still be a fucking moron
1: yeah but i i don't think he was that stupid about that one because i, I think he's just bad at explaining himself cuz i mean he is black so he's not going to be in favor of actually bringing back slavery i mean that that be no one is that stupid
0: yeah but no, no but the, the i don't know how you else to... you could interpret the comment um, that Slaves must have wanted to be slaves because you don't remain in slavery for hundreds of years.
1: I'm pretty sure that's some kind of stupid brain fart he just said. You no, know, people... it, like he, he, like, well, See, I, okay. You know what? I, this, I'm, this I, the... I don't wanna, I'm not going to defend his statements because I don't know enough about him. But from what I heard later on about the Emancipation Proclamation is that it allowed, like, it, it has a clause that allows people in jail to still be slaves. Which is probably why black people are just like so overrepresented in prisons now. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like illegalizing slavery. Because, you know, they make all sorts of stuff. Like they use fa- they use prisons as factories, don't they? You know, ever since like the old Looney Tune cartoons, where they're smashing a rock to make gravel. Now they're like sewing panties uh, and uh, making electronics. I-, I don't know what the fuck they're making in prisons. But they like big factories use prisons to produce shit kind of like they would produce stuff in like a Chinese camp full of kids. Right.
0: Are you, are you talking about his, like his 13th amendment thing where he was like, I have no
1: idea what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) Okay. I think you and I are talking about different statements, maybe because, okay. I don't
1: know anything about him except that Kanye was against the whole uh, emancipation proclamation The, the you know, the Lincoln thing that, you know, black people shouldn't be slaves. Uh, so, and that seems like so stupid to me okay uh, so here,
0: here's uh, here's i will say okay i'll say this the comment i think that you're referring to he he did send out a tweet and he's wearing a maga hat and he was saying you know the thing about how um he said something like uh we're going to provide jobs for all who are out of prison as we abolish the 13th amendment and that I do think he was being a little misquoted in the sense that he was probably more talking that it was written badly, and it sh- there should be a new amendment that does abolish slavery, but abolishes slavery for everyone, because you can be forced to work in prison for little to no wages, and that that happens especially in private prisons. Uh, it's, that's a that is a terrible that is a thing still. So that I think is what you're talking about, and probably I mean. I- I he, would agree he, yeah. to an extent like I don't think that that's he's obviously very crazy and he's n- not very articulate because like listening to his Joe Rogan podcast like it was he, He's he's manic to, isn't he he's, he's a lunatic he's a lunatic and so he's he's definitely not going to word himself in an academic way
1: and I, not gonna, but I, I like to use handlon's razor with with crazy things you know? but, I like to assume so the that, comment I was
0: talking about was he, he's, he, he he said that slaves must have wanted to be let, – let me let me look up this one. Something about slaves wanting to be slaves because you wouldn't be in servitude for hundreds of years and outnumber your masters if you didn't want to like sort of be slaves or if you weren't okay with it. And that is just outright lunacy. <laughs> That's insane, and, and that's, that's, that's retarded. <laughs> it's
1: such a stupid thing to say. It is.
0: It's, it's unbelievable. So, that's
1: not saying poor people wouldn't be poor if they wanted to be poor.
0: Exactly, yeah. And, say, and, and, and like, poor people aren't kept poor by the threat of violence most of the time. I'm sure that comment could be interpreted in a whole bunch of ways, but you know what I mean. Is, is that yeah, there's, yeah, no, yeah. there's no one with a whip like standing. Yeah, there's
1: no one with a whip, a gun sitting on a horse.
0: <laughs> in your front yard like are you still poor
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't you dare earn more money you scum
0: is that a new job i'm gonna call them and tell them a thing or two <laughs>
1: yeah i want to lynch you for getting a nice watch
0: <laughs> yeah Actually, exactly it's
1: probably it's probably a, that, that they will probably not be against poor people getting nice new watches because that keeps them poor as shit
0: yeah well that's it's it's always kind of a thing where you like drive through a trailer park and everybody has nice cars somehow (laughs) it's because they're wasting their money and not saving it they have three cars
1: (laughs) two of them have no wheels and they're on the lawn and one of them is like a lamborghini
0: (laughs) well i've never seen that but i I, (laughs) you know i'll see like a fifty thousand dollar ford truck or something and and I'm not, I'm not blaming people for being poor or wanting to own something nice when you're poor because you want to feel not poor when you drive to work or
1: whatever. You like, don't I get have that. to blame them for wanting to own something nice, but you can blame them for prioritizing that nice trinket over food. Right. Well, is, I, Some
0: of that true. is human condition stuff, right? Like when you when – you, people are not as rational as we think they should be.
1: Well, like, just because just because something is understandable doesn't necessarily make it excusable, though. Oh, sure, sure, you sure. Know? Like, like I understand that people do stupid things. I do stupid things all the time. That doesn't mean I can say, "Well, it's a good reason for me doing it." No, it's not actually a good reason. It's just a stupid thing that I do because I wanted to do it. Right,
0: and so and this it's was
1: like a, it's like a failure of controlling your urges, basically.
0: And, and this was kind of how Democrat and Republican rhetoric was in the before, in like the 90s. What was the debate about what's poor and, and at what point should you be helping people and extending them benefits? Like for a while, that was the big argument when people would bring up health care before the ACA was the argument was always, well, if poor people wouldn't spend money on trucks, then... They would have enough for healthcare.
1: Oh, I don't mean that. I, I just because I passed judgment doesn't mean I don't think they should be helped. Right. Well, what well, um, I'm the po- reason I, I just don't. Point. I just don't. I just. I just don't buy it that we say like, well, you know, it's not their fault that they're stupid. Yeah, it is their fault that they did stupid shit. It doesn't. But they should still get help. You should still help them get to a place where they stop making those decisions. And if they need money, you know, you don't want people starving on the street. Gotcha. But it's like. Then I think you've got to put some stipulations or maybe just make it more difficult for them to do like instead of just giving if someone is so so profoundly stupid that they'll spend the money you give them for rent on drugs, then I think like the social worker should just be the one to pay their bill for the apartment instead of giving them the bill, giving them the cash. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right. Yeah, like, like if, you, if you're on the street and a poor person asks you for money, you give them food, not alcohol.
1: You know, not... Exactly, exactly, exactly. At, at some, one point, you got to be just like, I don't trust these people with these resources because they clearly don't know what the hell they're doing with them. Well,
0: and, and in America, that the way that that, that gut, because re- that gut reaction exists in America everywhere. And, but the thing is, is that there's no safety net in mind. It's, it's, it's punishment for making bad decisions here.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem like a way to move forward at all. That's not fruitful in in my view.
0: Right, and and I, and so I'm not against saying it's really dumb, because it is. Yeah. Um, but like the the poor blame thing, the, bl- the blaming poor extends to policy, <laughs> so it's yeah,
1: that's uh, that's that that's iffy to me.
0: That's that's uh, where my caveats come in.
1: yeah because i do think
0: it's i do think it's really really dumb to spend 40 to 50 grand if your trailer costs half that (laughs) (laughs) yes um yeah anyway um well i think that's a good place to wrap this up
1: yeah i think so i think we got uh a lot of stuff covered here yes yes
0: um You know, normally, normally we do our sponsor in the middle of the episode. That is a tradition that has extended back a whole three or four episodes, but
1: we're going to rad tradition indeed.
0: (laughs) We're too wrapped up this time. Uh, So this, this is, uh, this episode was brought to you by the Itchy Ass Cream Company. Um, It's the product does what it says. And uh, it was, it was created by visionary Frank Itchy Ass with a man with the world's worst last name. Stupid. <laughs> I had no. I had nothing today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm
0: tired. I just woke up.
1: Yeah. Okay. You go go catch some shut out Okay. You're needed. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm to go back to sleep. I've been up for as long as this podcast has been going.
1: Five <laughs> o'clock. Here. If I go back to sleep now. It's uh. <laughs> I don't know. I I I ate. I chewed this for days now. Right
0: all right well i will uh i will talk to you later and uh this has been moot i actually don't have our closing in front of me because i am super unprepared but um thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> oh wait wait twitter you know twitter and, and reddit us you know at the moot podcast yeah and then on twitter we're just we just have our subreddit moot just go there
1: elegant and graceful yeah
0: thank you thank you i'm you know, I, I work with words, you know. That's...
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this guy is an author. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the election is a good excuse. The election is a good excuse, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Peace All right. out. All right, peace.